in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other, one scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh- Let's go! Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green, the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And welcome into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. The Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Always brought to you by Ingles. Low prices, love the savings, and we are live in the Ingles studio. I'm Tank Spencer. Jeremy Green's alongside, as always, and we're going to play a fun game today. We got uh, we got the little matchmaker game going on. We're going to play quarterback matchmaker as, of course, we're all still consumed with. I mean, there's there's no NBA right now. You got got the Which NBA is, season is perfectly fine. Yeah, I mean, who's paying attention really anyway? Uh, it, it doesn't really even matter until you get down to the playoffs. I don't think. Other I than think the last segment of both of the hours of this show, I just could care less about the NBA right, until April. Right. The NBA is quickly. Uh, has quickly become just like baseball, where uh, the playoffs, that's the only time that you really get invested, or I feel like anyway. The only things that that they're talking about in the NBA right now are not like what's going on on the court. It's all Ben Simmons and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, season resumes after the All-Star break tomorrow. Hornets will will play their first game back on Friday. Um you know, you you got college basketball going on, and Jeremy's going to have all of the picks for you coming up in the green on green and the five on it in uh, the four o'clock hour. Thanks for letting me down last night, Tennessee. Well, you won by entirely too much. <laughs> well, they won by what was it, twenty six? It was a lot, something like that. Uh, like, they, they covered that side of it. It was the under that I was a big fan of because you let Missouri score about twenty points in the last six minutes. Right, it was uh, Tennessee was in the eighties, and I think uh, Missouri scored sixty. Uh, that was, I did notice that you missed the under on that one yesterday. But he'll have the picks for the night coming up for you, and of course, we're all uh, bombarded with what's going to happen in the NFL. Oh, we got the USFL draft too. Well, we'll yeah, and we'll uh, we'll, right. we're, we'll, we're, we'll keep just you updated. Dive it. I mean, the Tampa Bay Bandits. Uh, I mean, I, I picked a great team because it looks like I, I will put it this way: I don't know how good they're going to be on the field, but I do recognize more names on their roster than anybody else's. Which means you hit what three? You, you got a <laughs> whole much. three of them. <laughs> Pretty much. You got Jordan Taamu is now the quarterback, former uh, former Ole Miss when, when star. When you win the first pick in that draft and your prize is Shea Patterson, <laughs> yeah, tell me I don't need to pay attention to what you're doing without yeah, telling me. Really set up the Michigan Panthers for success there. Uh, yeah, that's going to be awesome. Anyway, yeah, they are. Uh, I think they're right now in the 27th round of the oh, USFL no, we're, draft. We're, we're to the kickers now. Oh, are we? Oh, yeah, we're drafting kickers. Nice. Ugh. My Twitter is being inundated by updates on the USFL draft. Yeah, first 12 rounds were last night, and uh, they're having like 37, 38 rounds, something like that. Uh, But, I mean, you got to build these teams from from Jump Street. they got nothing to work on. I just thoroughly love that teams can pass in the draft. This is like that initial. "Ah, You're going to make me take a wide receiver? I'd rather just not. Can we just play with three? This is like that initial uh, dynasty draft. Like the first one when you kick off a dynasty draft and you have to have 25 rounds 
to fill your roster. Yeah, the only difference in this draft and that one is that you've actually heard of some of the players in that one. <laughs> right. If you draft a player that nobody else has ever heard of in the Dynasty draft, you did it wrong. You need to start over. If you uh, go undrafted in the USFL draft, do you immediately have to stop playing football and start like working at a gas station? Or I, I'm just dumbfounded behind yeah. it. It's trending on Twitter. No, it, I cover 300 players a year. I don't know who these guys are. It's trending on Twitter because people love football. People love football, and they're and and they're so excited that spring football is here. I mean, the USFL was great back in its day. Is this iteration of it going to be any good? That remains to be seen. You don't know that. It could be fun. Jordan Tomu and Jay Patterson <laughs> in a game that if we played it in your backyard, you'd burn your house down. They are playing in a, in people's backyards, and I don't think the people of Alabama really care all that I much about it. I don't think Birmingham knew they were playing those games there. There's Oh wait, you're doing it here? Oh no, I'll bet you no, that's the that's I'm good. Nah, that's the biggest thing to happen in uh, in Birmingham since the last Baron season. As somebody that's been to Birmingham, disagree. There are things you can do in Alabama that are other that, than meth. Uh, no, <laughs> they have some. Uh, they drink by profession down there. Ah, I, I got I've you. seen me do it. I got you. Uh, and the also at the top of the... By the way, Alabama, all Alabama residents uh, at Sports Tank ESPN, do not direct those at me. That wasn't me. Sorry. Been to Alabama. It, it's fine. I mean, it's, it's, it's fine. It ain't no Mississippi, I can tell you that. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm really sick and tired of this thing going through professional sports right now of the... I don't want to play for you, so I'm not going to play for you thing. We're going to talk about that. Jeremy and I will argue about that coming up in the uh, yeah, top of the second Your hour. side of this is just asinine to No, me. no. Uh, there are you, times you that all sense, You have lost all sense of sportsmanship and competitive edge. If you how think did I this lose is something okay. I never had? Oh, well, okay. I, how, did, how in the world did I? That'd be like saying I lost my Maserati. <laughs> uh, did I lose it in my dreams? Uh, says the guy who probably got kicked out of more T.C. Robertson basketball games oh, than anybody else in history. No, that was AAU. Yeah, <laughs> AAU, I had, a, I had a little bit of a bad attitude, not going to lie. Just a little Who's bit. shocked? Just a little bit. Also, uh, SoCon tournament coming up next week here in Asheville. Don't forget, uh, you 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 need to be in the building for the SoCon tournament. If you haven't taken this in, it is a great event. It's always great games throughout the tournament, and they're coming up at the Harris Cherokee Center, Asheville. Next week, it all starts with the uh, women's first round on March the 3rd, and we'll wrap up with the men's championship on Monday, March the 7th. Uh, the Ingles 2022 SoCon basketball championships you can get your tickets today at soconhoops.com ticket packages very affordable for a family if you got really young kids i mean if they're five and under they can get in free so it's great to take your family out to this we're going to talk to jeff cave the senior associate commissioner of the socon in the second hour as well as uh caleb peak's going to have a uh, another socon themed chew on that for you brought to you by angles supermarkets but First, we got to play quarterback matchmaker here in the sportsocracy, and Jeremy requested it, so I have to have to throw it out there. He's got he's got to do his little game show thing. Oh, Carolina Panther fans been clamoring for a quarterback. <laughs> got a quarterback for you. Not so sure how like, you're going to feel about this, but in our little game, there is a quarterback that needs a place to land, and you do look to be a perfect landing spot. 
Come on down, Carson Wentz! We did not practice this, and I love the voice more than anything else. Wait, wait, wait. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, that's your matchmaker quarterback for the Carolina Panthers this offseason. Come on. I'm going to level Stop with you. Stop that. If the Indianapolis Colts are this dedicated, to, he is not going to be their quarterback. You mean dumb? He has to play somewhere. It's not like he's going to go play for the Pittsburgh Maulers or the Michigan <laughs> Panthers or... He's got to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Of course he is. Here's how I think this goes. This Carson Wentz story has been blowing up for the last few days. He has basically said through his people he does not want to play in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh apparently has an interest in him. He has no interest in them. Okay. Which is bizarre, to say the least. I mean, Carson Wentz at this point, I would think if any team has interest in you, you need to be interested in them. I mean, you, I you're, mean tell me you're soft as marshmallow fluff without telling me you're soft as marshmallow fluff. Oh, their their fan base is too intense. I need to play somewhere where no one cares. I need to play somewhere with no expectations. So, Houston Texans, come on down. Because well, it ain't the Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers fans have expectations. They, and they do. Are, and they're not going to be happy They also with have a sheer hatred of Sam Darnold. A sheer hatred of Sam Darnold. And here's what Carson Wentz is going to be. That Several of these options are this. But none of the good ones are. Mm -hmm. Cheap. Dirt cheap. Dirt cheap. Because he is going to be a hard sell to fan bases. Of course he is. Worst case scenario, he comes in, he's, he's your backup to Darnold. Because I honestly think, I still think Sam Darnold's better than he is. I would agree with that. I don't think the Carolina Panthers should make a move at quarterback. You already made your well, move. Well, you got to have a no. second one. Well, yeah. Because P.J. Walker's not it. Well, and, and you can't be this unstable at starting quarterback. And I'm sorry, Tyrod Taylor, or I'll just go through a couple of my screens. Kobe Brissett, that's not going to do it. As that's a backup? Gonna that's not going to do it. It would 100% do no it. No way. You're telling me Carolina Panther fans, week one next year, they've got, well, let's say it's the Saints coming in. And they're, we've got Sam Darnold and Tyrod Taylor. Yes. You're in Let no me jump all over that. Uh, I don't feel like you're in much worse shape than you were two years ago when you were trotting out Teddy Bridgewater and Kyle Allen. But that's the point. That's the point. Mm -hmm. Is that you've been in this shape forever. This is the best high upside, uh, high upside play in the quarterback market. The problem is that virtually every team in it, it's not high upside they're looking for. Right. Denver Broncos, Washington Commanders. They're looking for somebody that come in and play right away or... Somebody that's going to try that's going to teach a rookie. Mm -hmm. That's not Carson Wentz. It's not. He's not competitive enough. There have been rumors about his mentality since he's been in this league, and now he just confirmed it. I went through every team in the NFL trying to figure out. Okay, Carson Wentz is going to get cut. Mm -hmm. Can we stop talking about them trading him? I how much of that salary would Indianapolis have to eat for anybody to go? Yes, we'll give you a conditional seventh rounder for him. Uh, all of it. Uh, 80, Wouldn't be all 85 of it. Eighty-five to all of it. Eighty-five percent all of it. it. But I I have this weird feeling that he's going to get cut on the seventeenth mm -hmm. because Indianapolis knows they know they they messed this up. I said it all for the last six weeks of last year. You're not competitive. You're going to get into the playoffs and get slaughtered. So but, is this is this more or less than the two and a half million dollars that Mitch Trubisky more, signed for in Buffalo? More. Then I'm out. So I'd say it's probably five with an escalator to eight. Probably looks very similar to what James Winston did. But fact or fiction, Carolina Panthers would be the best receiving court he's ever played with. Fact. 
and it's not really all that close. Yeah, it'd be a fact. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it, I mean, it's about a it's about an, uh, a parallel uh, jump from offensive line that he had in Philadelphia. So he's going oh, yeah. to go back to getting his brains beat out. So, yeah. you know, that's not new. Yeah, he's going to go back to getting his brains beat out every day. Uh, speaking of that, Carolina Panther fans, there, you, you do have some free agent additions that you can look to for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. Be putting out on our YouTube channel starting tomorrow. Very easily identifiable because they look like a comic book. Right. And if you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, shame on you, should be. Go to thesportsocracy.com, click on that live video link right now because we are streaming live on YouTube as we do every afternoon. And subscribe to the channel so you can get all of our extra content. A couple of our Panther fan friends said that uh, they walked in to talk about Sam Darnold and Tyrod Taylor, so let me just go ahead and do this again. That's Carson, oh, Wentz. Carson Wentz with the Carolina yeah, Panthers. Yeah, we're, if you're just joining us, we're playing quarterback matchmaker for this offseason, and he's got Carson Wentz going to the Carolina Panthers. And, uh, you know, I, I I would take some credit for this, but I am completely against this move. Right, like, so I don't see do? how it hel- how it helps the situation at all. It doesn't set it, it doesn't help Sam Darnold get any better. You're going to have nothing no. but controversy continuing in that in that locker You'll room. You'll have controversy with anybody you bring in the building. You had controversy with Cam Newton, mm-hmm. who's not one of the 70 best quarterbacks in his league. You had controversy with him. You're going to have that anyway. Uh, I guess. All right, tell me what the better solution is. You going to uh, roll with P.J. Walker again? No, you, you, you draft a quarterback. Okay, not, I mean, six? not at six. No, not at six. You draft you somebody in the later rounds. Do you know quarterback in this draft looks like? What? Uh, oh, let's see. Brock Purdy will be gone by then. That should tell you what this quarterback class looks like. Right. Yeah, you might have a guy that could put on a uniform if you're lucky. I don't do anything to that because we're in a no-win situation. But you got to remember, see, that's you're doing that thing again. I'm not saying this is what you should do. I think this is your highest upside play. You got to look at the fact you got a coach that's got one foot in a grave and one foot on a banana peel. Yeah, you got a GM that the stink of Matt Rule is starting to t- attach itself to him. I still feel like your highest upside play would be that you got to throw whatever package you can together to get Deshaun Watson. You don't have it. Sorry, you gave up your trade capital to the Jets. You don't have it. You do not have what they want because they have no interest in Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. I've heard that for a year. Because uh, if you remember, the original team that was talking about Deshaun Watson was my team. Mm-hmm. And Sam Darnold's what we had. Apparently, Nick Serio has zero interest in him at all. Right. So you, don't have any, you have no capital. You've traded away all of these draft picks. You do not have the ammo that Houston wants. And that's assuming that, that all of the, the legal things go away. All right, take Deshaun Watson out of it. What mm-hmm. else are you going to do? You're going bring in Tyrod Taylor? You're going to bring Teddy Bridgewater back? that make you feel warm and fuzzy? No. No. You're, you're not a player on Jimmy Garoppolo. You're I mean, not a player if, on on. I would be honest with you. I don't even think Mitch Trubisky would be interested in you. you, you I mean, I guess. How, you I see did. how when you walk, I mean, it I think, down, I goes, think Mitch, oh, I, Mitch Trubisky should be interested in anybody that's going to give him a decent shot. Mitch start. Trubisky may get the biggest free agent contract of any quarterback in this class, Which including is Carson Wentz. That's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting to think that you know. That's where the quarterback market is. That's where this veteran quarterback market is. That that's the whole that point. Guy, that guy could get the biggest contract of anybody out there on the market right that, now. That's the whole point. That's the whole point of this little exercise. Is mm-hmm. that, so we put out mock drafts. All right, thirty-two 
individual team-crafted mock drafts, which you can currently find at thesportsocracy.com or on our YouTube channel. And literally every team, no matter no matter what quarterback I gave them, well, we would never do that. Kenny Pickett. Oh, 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 let's talk about Kenny Pickett. After the commercial break, I'm going to tell you something that I heard about Kenny Pickett from people that were in Mobile. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll probably get that to stop happening. Okay. All right, we will continue to play the quarterback dating game. Right here, the Sportsocracy. <laughs> Great to have you alongside. Be back after a short commercial break. Here in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. Hey guys, I'm Ziggy, your local Philly girl, owner of Ziggy's Bakery and Deli. I've created a traditional northern deli with only the most authentic cheesesteaks outside of Philadelphia, served with provolone, white American, or cheese whiz. Our other classic deli sandwiches are made with the best quality meats and cheeses, available sliced by the pound. Join us for breakfast for house-made bagels with our custom cream cheeses. Or for something heartier, try a pork roll egg and cheese or house-cured lox. Ziggy's Bakery and Deli, in the corner of Asheville Commons, 1550 Andersonville Road, open 8 to 3, Tuesday through Saturday. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I am Clarissa Marshall with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. The Sportsocracy. Who are we going to cheer for on Sundays now? It's ESPN Asheville. You're in the sportsocracy. And yeah, I mean, Carson Wentz. Woo! Live it up, Carolina Panthers fans. And the bad thing, that's probably the third best one that you're going to see. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just going to be, you know, everybody expecting all these big fireworks from the quarterback market this year with Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. And those things are not happening. We don't believe that they're going to happen. No, they're not going to so happen is, because how are you going to replace them? Right. And it's, Brian Gutekunst just did a, a media availability. He basically said, I never told Aaron I would trade him. Right. He said we would come to an agreement. And they have. Mm-hmm. If a quarterback leaves Green Bay, it will be Jordan Love. I promise you. And here's what people don't seem to understand. All right. Mike Glennon came out in the EJ Manuel Geno Smith draft. Okay. Do you realize he's the quarterback with the most career passing yards in that draft? I believe it. With 7,000. Mm hmm. Was that the Paxton Lynch year or two? No, that was uh, EJ Manuel at 16, Geno Smith, who had to go home and come back when the Jets drafted him. Oh, that's him. right. Sorry, Geno. Uh, did right. you not get a hotel for a second night? EJ e. Manuel. Wow. This draft is the only one I've ever seen that's even in the ballpark. Right. But Kenny Pickett, he's supposed to be so good, so ready to play right now. Is it? I mean, what what is it about him? Is it his little tiny hands? His little skit, 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 just little. So in Mobile, it started raining. Yeah. He couldn't hold the ball. Mm. Couldn't in any way hold on to the ball. Here's something a lot of people don't know. An NFL football, slightly bigger than a college football. Right. Those little tiny hands become a big problem in the NFL. I've had Kenny Pickett at the Steelers as long as I can remember. No shot of that happening. No shot of that happening. None. Hmm. Dome team, maybe. Right. And even then, I have a third-round grade on Kenny Pickett at this point. I think he's fine. He's going to be a 
back into the back end NFL starter? But somebody's going to overdraft him. That, that's the, the reason I'm telling great. you right now, Sam Howell and Malik Willis are going to go in the top ten. Yep. I, am, I have never been more convinced of that than I am right now. All right, let's uh, look at the free agent market once again. We're trying to, we're, we're playing quarterback matchmaker. Well, Pittsburgh thought they had a quarterback, Kenny Pickett. They played college football there. No longer not an option to me. <laughs> so we set him up with their own quarterback. Come on down, Jameis Winston. Oh, Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston to the Pittsburgh Steelers? Really? I know that sounds weird. It and does. it's such a non-Pittsburgh Steeler thing to do. It does, and no risk it, no biscuit. That really don't uh, that really don't fit in with Mike Tomlin, does it? It kind of does, though. Okay. If you remember, there was a time before Ben's arm fell off. Mm-hmm. We used to compare Jameis Winston to him a lot. Yeah, I can a remember lot. that. I can remember that. He's a big kid, strong arm, and I think they're going to pour money into that offensive line this year. Mm-hmm. Try to run the ball. Jameis, a good play action quarterback stop with the jimmy garoppolo thing in pittsburgh i've heard that until i'm blue in the face right that is not going to happen he doesn't fit that offense in the least okay so they're going to look for a mobile-ish quarterback it's, it's not even that he's mobile it's because he's not really mobile he's just not stationary the way that ben was i mean he but but he he like young ben is pretty mobile he's pretty big when he gets moving forward and That's he does fight for extra yardage so i just look at that receiving core and go you're not going mitch trubisky right. or mason rudolph that team's too good and sitting at 20 i don't think there's a quarterback there you can take i know they're in love with malik willis mm-hmm. you're not trading up for malik willis you're just not going to do it they're not going to trade up for sam howell either they'd have to trade in love high. with sam howell okay the the great on Sam Howell varies so much. Oh, I know, I know. It, it, I mean, not for me. To me, he's it, my one with a bullet. To me, so. it would seem weird. I don't know that Jameis fits. I don't know that he fits the culture of that team. And I mean, does he, he have does. that blue collar kind of a? I, 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 I mean, he was my quarterback in Tampa for five years. And my quarterback in college. He's a 5,000-yard so, uh, passer. You know, he's got the arm. He's got the talent. The problem was all of the turnovers. Uh, you know, it wasn't just the interceptions. I mean, 30 in a year. That'll do it every time of like, yeah, you need to get out of here. But it wasn't just that. Remember, he also had problems holding on to the football when he was scrambling and all of that. So... I don't know. It just it doesn't fit Pittsburgh Steeler football to me. Like I don't want this guy being the guy out there taking the shots. And again, I'm going to ask and causing the turnovers. What do you want? You want Mason Rudolph? No, absolutely you not. Feel good about Dwayne. Haskins? I thought that was the dumbest thing of yesterday when I saw Kevin Colbert talking about. Oh, I'm really excited. This could be Mason Rudolph's time. No, it can't. No, no it can't. You're, I mean, it I mean, that's also theoretically be mine. But right. if I right. got hit after I got done crying, I, I might die. But so. It, Right, but stop lying to me. I mean, I know you're saying the things that you have to say with the guys that you have in the building, but take more of a Ron Rivera stance on this, of like, all options are open, we need to find a quarterback. You should not be couching here with, oh, Mason Rudolph will be fine, or Bruce Arians. Like, Blaine Gabbard doesn't really have a chance. You know, he had eight different eight different coordinators and eight different offenses and eight different head coaches in his first eight years. He's never had a team this good because he's not that good. He's not worth putting the money into. Well, of all the quarterbacks that are going to move, uh, Jameis Winston's the only one that I don't see as just a bridge guy. 
he could actually be a starter in this league. Yes. Jameis Winston is good enough to be a starter in the NFL. I would agree. He was good-ish last year with nothing. Now you put him in Pittsburgh with Chase Claypool, Fryermuth, Deontay Johnson, and Najee Harris. Mm-hmm. That is what he is. He is a product of the weapons around him. He's going to turn the ball over. Right. Here's the secret. Uh, so did Ben Roethlisberger. All right, let's get one more in here before we get just a bit outside. Playing the matchmaking game here with the quarterbacks in the NFL this free agency period. Just a proof positive of exactly how bad this is. We've already seen one breakup with Carson Wentz, the Indianapolis Colts. They they need a quarterback. Come on down, Jacoby Brissett. Oh, Jacoby Brissett going back home to the Indianapolis Colts. Well, not technically home, but it's where he started his career out. It, it makes a lot of sense. Okay. Indy has some ace in the hole. It's not a rookie. Here's how I think this goes. Indy has no first-round pick. Mm-hmm. So this is not a, oh, we could maneuver around and, and get Pickett or Howell or Willis. No, no, no. You're, you're out on that. There is a quarterback in this class, though, that I look at the way that team's set up and go, you could work. You're going to take some time. Matt Coral. Okay. I like Matt Coral with that team better than, than I thought I would. Why? Well, you've got Jonathan Taylor that is – in my estimation, the best running back in the NFL. I mean, I'm sure somebody will argue with me about Derrick Henry. To me, it's one and one A. Matt Coral's mobile enough that I think that sets him up for success. You can put receivers around him. You're not going to expect him to do things right away because at the end of the day, you got a bridge guy. Right. And and frankly, who this was didn't matter. Could have been Jacoby Brissett. Could have been Marcus Mariota, who they are interested in. Could have been Teddy Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. To me, they're all three the same guy. They're all three bridge quarterbacks to whoever you're going to bring in to be the long-term guy. Okay. Jacoby Brissett. And he's familiar, knows the offense. Yeah. Finds his way back to Indianapolis Now, to and that starter. should tell you everything you need to know about Carson Wentz. See, that's the thing, though. Like, if that's your option. I give you 16 you million. Not? I can give you 16 million reasons why. Oh, to save the $16 million mm-hmm. on the salary for Carson Wentz? Because here's why Jacoby Brissett is there mm-hmm. for me. I have been told they don't see a difference between the two. Okay. The quarterback we had in Jacoby Brissett and what we have now in Carson Wentz, there's no difference. They're the same guy. They're very limited. The more uh, the more latitude we give them in the offense, the more mistakes they make. And one's drastically cheaper. So they'll save $16 million just outright cutting Carson Wentz. No, it's it's not quite that bad. They would still have dead money, but it's not astronomical. I can't, re- to be honest yeah. with you, I don't remember exactly how much I, it is. I, I mean, depending on what you can save, I mean, if it's a sizable amount. I think okay. it's $16 but if, million. Dollars. But, but if we're saving like $2 million, what's that in the grand scheme of things? Thirteen four. So they'd save thirteen four mm-hmm. by cutting him. Then you have to pay Jacoby Brissett whatever his market value would be five million dollars. Oh, eight dollars. Holding firm at eleven dollars. Nah, he'd get he'd get five, don't you think? Two, probably two and a half, three. Really, that's right about where he would fall in. And their thought even is if the plan was to a- bring him in as the starter. Like, there's a certain level there of, like, Don't bet I'm going to be yourself. A, I'm going to be a starter in this league. You're going to pay me more than $2 million. Don't bet against yourself. Uh, who else is going to give him more than that? I think he made two and a half last year with Miami. I don't know. It's nobody. Yeah. That's that's the answer. And they have enough money and enough talent that they can 
run first, play good defense, and they trust Jacoby okay. Brissett. Okay. He already made enough on that first contract where he was <laughs> overpaid by Indianapolis. Yeah. So I don't <laughs> Indianapolis is like, look, all right, you got to make enough to do. That's the other thing. I think, you know, what was that relationship like? Is that likely that they would go back to the Jacoby Brissett well? or because i don't know how that how that went personally it was just like we brought this guy in we overpaid him and now we're stuck with him and then we finally got rid of him the way it was said to me is that they've two years in a row they've gone out and gotten stopgap quarterbacks that they don't feel like they got anything more out of them than they would have gotten out of jacoby percent and he's way cheaper there you go all right so yeah save the money makes a whole lot of sense we'll play more uh quarterback quarterback matchmaker coming up in just a second let's get just a bit outside you must be outside your mind. The sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. Anybody else notice that shift that happened over the last few days? It, like you go out in public, uh, and, well, do, now you, and do you know? Do you know? Well, no. I mean, that's that's one thing. Like it's it's toasty right now in the mountains of Western North Carolina. Sixty-seven degrees on February the twenty-third. A little little abnormal for this time of year, but. That's not what I'm talking about. No, what I'm talking about is the masks. Have you have y'all noticed this yet? Like everywhere has taken down all their signs. All of the mask mandates and stuff have been lifted all around the country. There are only a few places left that still have them. I just it was weird to me. Like I walking around today, I saw no one wearing a mask. The signs were taken off of doors of businesses, and it's just it's kind of nice that we're getting back to normal but it's still just weird after two years of what we've been through but i bring all of this up to say this we may have kyrie irving back with the brooklyn nets on a permanent basis coming up real real soon because today at a media conference in new york city the mayor of new york city eric adams just recently uh recently elected to that office said today that he hopes that he will be able to phase out the city's vaccine mandates in the coming weeks. Of course, other big cities have done this already. Boston's done it. Washington, D.C.'s done it. And the New York City one affects Kyrie Irving not being able to play at home because he's unvaccinated. Mm, So now that the vaccine mandates look like they're going to be lifted, it is going to be it's going to be go time. It's going to be go time. No more excuses for the Brooklyn Nets. At some point, you're going to get Kevin Durant back. Ben Simmons is going to come back, hopefully, and play for you uh, after the trade from Philadelphia. Hopefully, we will have movement on this. Vaccine mandates no longer a thing. New York City, that's that's the benchmark. That's the benchmark when you know we've gotten past it. When New York City can get on, bar, on board with no more vaccine mandates and indoor mask mandates and stuff like that, we know we've turned a corner. You know, it's weird. I feel like somebody said that was coming. I, I don't know who that could possibly have been. <laughs> Sunday's Daytona 500 on Fox drew 8.9 million viewers. All right. Topping every primetime entertainment show on television to date this year. Nice. But that's not why I'm telling this story. Okay. It beat the NBA All-Star Game by 41%. As it should have. That's the the the, the benchmark All-Star Game. The NBA does the All-Star Weekend better than anybody does. Okay. It just got slaughtered by the Daytona 500, Mm -hmm. which at best is the sixth most popular sport in this country. Yep. That's at best. And I'm probably being nice. No, I'd say you're right on that. Uh, It's behind soccer, the NHL, uh, golf, the NFL, and Major League Baseball. 
I didn't say UFC, and I would say UFC is probably more popular. Mm-hmm. But most of their I think events you left are the NBA out of that too. No, I said the four major ones: golf and um, oh, okay. Or maybe I said one twice. No, who knows? <laughs> it's entirely possible. I think you said NBA in the setup, but didn't say it again in your list. And Here, here's the other part of this: eight point nine million viewers. What do you think the Olympic closing ceremonies got? Oh, um, three point one. Six point six. Ooh, it was on NBC, so it was guaranteed to get a three. Right. That is dumbfounding to me. First of all, good for NASCAR. That's proof positive of what happens when you oh I don't know adjust. Mm-hmm. When you can adjust to the times, when you know you broaden your base a little bit. Yeah. I'm in no way biased. We don't work for Fox. Mm-hmm. Their coverage was phenomenal. Oh, it was great. I love Tony Stewart in the booth too. I kind of did too. I thought it was a great, uh, a great. I won't say upgrade because I like Jeff Gordon as a broadcaster too. Well, he's still. I mean, I love Dale Earnhardt Jr., but he's better than him <laughs> by a great deal. Y'all see that car over there? Hey, what's that car doing? <laughs> he turned left. Back to you, <laughs> Dale. Are you are you, you drinking a Budweiser in the infield right now? Nobody <laughs> tell me I'm good. Yep. Back to you, <laughs> Dale Earnhardt and Larry Mc, Larry McReynolds had a baby. Oh. Uh, Larry McReynolds, that's the, that's the greatest comment. I wish there was a Larry McReynolds in every sport. Because Larry McReynolds has two speeds. Mm-hmm. He either over-explained something that there's no way you understood, or he grossly underestimates your knowledge on, like, a tire. Right. Most people don't know this. Tires made of rubber. And the camshaft that ties into the tie rod. Oh. Larry, <laughs> split those two, Okay. <laughs> Dumb one down, yeah. smarten one up. Yeah, I I loved it. Daytona five hundred, good for them pulling it. That's a respectable number, I would say. Oh, that's a very respectable number. Yeah, at this point, that's that's a borderline World Series number. In the middle of the day on a Sunday, mm-hmm. that's very respectable. NASCAR should be very happy with that. Oh, I think they are. Uh, I think they're just they're just happy to have their races back on network TV. Uh, the only problem is that a lot of people walked away and went, "How do you pronounce the guy's name that won this race?" <laughs> was that Kendrick? And was Jacques Villeneuve in this thing? Like, <laughs> did I fall asleep for twenty years? I saw that name and went, "That can't be who I think it is." That is exactly is who exactly you thought it was. Who that was. That's exactly who you thought that was. Absolutely. Ah. Uh... All right, it's time for another matchmaker in the NFL free agency period. We're talking quarterbacks in the NFL. We've had some doozies so far. What do we have now, Bob? Oh, oh this guy a lot more popular than you might think. Used to be a star of the NFL. High draft pick going to a bad team. Go on down, Marcus Mariota with oh. the New Orleans Saints. Marcus Mariota to New Orleans. There are two guys in this class that I have been told are going to end up as starters that you don't expect. This is the first one. Yeah. Um, look, and it makes a lot of sense that Marcus Mariota in a – and I've always – or I've thought for the last couple of years he's the best backup or one of the best backups. Not say the best backup, but he's it's one of the best. high upside Right, backup. he's one of the best backups in the league. If he can stay healthy, there's still some talent there. Marcus Mariota – he would definitely come in and be a leg up over what New Orleans currently has in the building, which is Ian Book and uh, Taysom Hill. Oh, Ian Book, if you want to beat Ian Book as a quarterback, you could use an actual book. 
<laughs> like, you get a copy of the Encyclopedia Britannica, it's a better quarterback in the NFL than Ian Book is. By a pretty good deal. You're too hard on the kid. And if they ran the 40 against each other, Ian Book would only win it by like uh, two-tenths of a second. Photo finish. Looks like the Daytona 500, actually. Yeah, but would you think that Marcus Mariota can do anything? Can he keep New Orleans competitive offensively? The fact that he can do so many things. Here's the problem with New Orleans, and I can't decide which way they're going to go. They're either going to reunite with Teddy Bridgewater. Well, I should say there's three, because there is a possibility they just stick with Taysom Hill and ride with that. I don't see that happening. You got to look at the difference between Sean Payton and Dennis Allen. I understand they're on the same staff. Dennis Allen is going to run the ball a lot. Well, that's what Marcus Mariota does. Mm-hmm. And I could see a path that this is his best shot. Because he's a better version of Taysom Hill than Taysom Hill is. I'd agree with that. He's faster. He's bigger. He's got a markedly better arm. And this is... I had to find a place for this guy because I keep getting told that he's going to be a starter. At the very least, he's going to contend for a job. It's not necessarily he's just going to be handed a job, but right. him and a rookie or him and somebody like Taysom Hill. That I, Now that Sean Payton's gone, I, my only question is, does he have dirty pictures of Dennis Allen the way he did Sean Payton? Right, and if none of these teams uh, step up, like if, you know, at the very least, I could see, you know, last option, Denver gives him a call. Or we bring him in to you know to to compete and push davis mills in houston i i I mean there there are he is a good enough player that he needs to be on a team and yes there are teams that he can contend to be a starter on all right uh next up speaking of teddy bridgewater he's gonna get a shot somewhere i've been waiting to do this for 24 hours going down teddy bridgewater Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No. Uh, Can I stick with Blaine Gabbert? No. No, you can't. I would. I mean, you could. Rather. You're not going (laughs) to. Actually, I take that back. Uh, I would not rather stick with Blaine Gabbert. I actually would. We can still win the South with Teddy Bridgewater. That's exactly what I was getting ready to say. We can still win the South with a good defense, with the weapons that we have. Teddy Bridgewater can still lead a team to the playoffs can he get you far in the playoffs absolutely not but he could get tampa bay there i'm going to steal this analogy from somebody else that does what we do teddy bridgewater is the best ham sandwich in the entire nfl Mm -hmm. will it get will you be full after eating a ham sandwich yes you will have you ever walked away from a ham sandwich and gone that was gourmet i would have paid 50 us dollars for that no maybe Depends on where you get it from. Stop. Depends on where you get it from. I love You ever had a ham sandwich from Ziggy's on uh, Hendersonville Road in I South have, Asheville? I, I have not. I, I, <laughs> if anybody could make two, you. Th- there's two things I get there. I go Philly or yeah. I go bagel. Okay. The breakfast bagel. Good. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Gracious. Oh, yeah. Great stuff. Great stuff at Ziggy's. I uh, think she outsources that sausage from heaven. Winner of this year's uh, Stubby for the best Philly cheesesteak in town, by the way. So, you know. I do love a Philly. Oh, they're they are phenomenal and original. I mean, they got Philly uh, bread and everything that she has shipped in. All of the meats are there. You can buy them by the pound as well. It's just, yeah. Check out Ziggy's Bakery down on Hendersonville Road. Sorry for that uh, shameless plug, but uh, we love Ziggy's so much. But, yes, I mean, if anybody could make you a $50 ham sandwich or one that was worth that much, it would probably be Ziggy. But uh, but Teddy Bridgewater, he can still be very, very useful, and I really don't even hate this all that much. 
I mean, there's a we part saw of me in that Denver. We saw in Denver that with a good defense, a good running game, and good weapons, Teddy Bridgewater can be good enough. Well, he wasn't good enough to take the worst team in his division to the playoffs. Well, that worst team, that Denver team, would be the favorite in the NFC South next year with him. Mm-hmm. I just look at Tampa Bay and go, there's too much mouth service. There's, there's too much, oh, we could go with Kyle Trask. No, you can't. No, he can't still needs to develop. Gabbard. And I'm going to be honest with you, if if uh, Bruce Arians doesn't stop saying that, there is going to be a mass exodus. you got too many guys that are Jason Pierre-Paul, Ryan Jensen, experienced vet guys that are not going to look at Blaine Gabbert and go, yeah, let's let's do that. Well, I don't know. Bruce has the pulse of the team pretty well, and he says he's got the, all the respect of his teammates in the locker room. Bruce yeah, Arians, as the backup, as yeah. the emergency guy. Yeah, Bruce Arians wears a fanny pack. I take anything he says with a grain of salt, <laughs> and that's being nice. The fanny pack and the driving cap as well. All right, who else is going to move in this uh, free agency period as far as quarterbacks go? We're to the top three. These are the ones that should really be happy with what they're walking away with. Denver Broncos give up on Teddy Bridgewater. Give another shot to Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, the Denver Broncos with all those high hopes of Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson, and then you get Mitch. There's a but here, though. But? There's going to be a young quarterback behind him. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it'll be Malik Willis. Okay. So the, they'll the use thing their about Malik pick. Willis is that you cannot expect him to start in the first year. I've never seen a quarterback whose feet are that bad. Mm-hmm. But the high side is intoxicating. I have Sam Howell and Malik Willis as one and one A in terms of arm talent in this draft. I do see Denver at nine. They're in the catbird seat. Nobody's going to trade up for these quarterbacks. They're not. Every team I did a mock draft for that picked in the top ten, well, we can trade down with who? And who are they coming up to get? Right. There are no quarterbacks. So the more likely scenario is you look at a guy like Trubisky who's trying to generate a market for himself down the line. I don't think there's as robust of a market as people will make you believe. Mm -hmm. But I do see a path that he comes in with an elite running game with Javante Williams. Great weapons. And he can come in and build his stock. He knows that he's not going to be the starter here long term, but this gives you a shot. But why would you built your value? He has better value right now, having taken nine snaps all year last year, sitting behind Josh Allen, than he ever had coming out of Chicago. Now you go into a really comfy spot, and you might be able to generate one. I'm not going to say it's going to be a big money deal. I don't think he's going to get sixty million dollars from anybody. Right. But a year from now, could he be looking at thirty? Two-year, $30 million deal like Teddy Bridgewater got? Yeah, I can see that. So Malik Willis, first quarterback to come off the board? And, it depends and on who it take is. Him over you Sam? tell me who the team that takes him is, I'll tell you who the quarterback is. But they would take him over Sam if they were both I there. I think Denver would. I think Denver would. Uh, Washington, I believe, would take Sam Howell over Malik Willis. Okay. This is just – nobody in those organizations have told me this. It's just you're reading tea leaves. Just a feeling. The beauty of the Senior Bowl is that – you do realize everybody's wearing like team branded apparel. Mm-hmm. It's not hard to follow somebody's eyes and figure out who they're really locked in on. And that's kind of how that went. Denver lo- appeared to be more locked in on Malik Willis. A- and I, I don't really think there's a way anybody goes in the top eight. And the only one to do it be Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And if it was Atlanta, it would be Malik Willis. All right. All right. 
we got two more quarterbacks to go. Who's next in the big quarterback grab of 2022? Well, if you listen to the show for any period of time at all, you should know who this one is. Jimmy Garoppolo going down to the Washington Commanders. All right, Jimmy G going to Washington, D.C. I like it. This is the one that makes the most sense to me. Uh, and we have one more that we'll get to after the break that's that, that's a large domino that's going to a place that I guarantee you you're not expecting. Right. For a reason that you probably don't expect either. Okay. Garoppolo fits in the system really well. The other thing you have to be careful with with Washington, who's their offensive coordinator? Um, the dude Scott from, Turner. Yeah, the dude from Carolina. Yeah, Scott Turner. Yeah. He was quarterback's coach for Teddy Bridgewater. I feel like one way or the other, one of them goes to Washington, the other goes to Tampa Bay. Whether it's Garoppolo to Washington, Garoppolo to Tampa. Mm-hmm. Teddy to Tampa, Teddy to Washington. Because those are the two teams that legitimately feel like they are a quarterback away. We have all the other pieces. The defense is good enough. The thing that I can't get away from, I can't believe that Washington would give up 11 for him without getting something back. But that's the way it appears. Can we, as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, is this like the NBA, can we trade the rights to no. Tom Brady no. to the San Francisco 49ers no. for Jimmy Garoppolo? <laughs> no, you can't. Aww. Tampa Bay is going to do every from the way it seems now. Now, the first day of free agency is going to tell the tale there. They're going to do everything they can to stay competitive. There's not a lot of options there. Now, Washington, on the other hand, there's there's one ace in the hole here. Teddy Bridgewater, okay, cool. You win nine games, you maybe sneak into the NFC playoffs and you get just boat raced on somebody's home field. Mm-hmm. Now, Jimmy Garoppolo, on the other hand, I feel just way different about him in that situation than I feel anywhere else. All right, we got one big quarterback move to make here in the uh, matchmaking game. Here in the sportsocracy, green on green coming up next, as well as that big move next as we continue to... Uh, make all the matches that we possibly can for this offseason and yep nope none of them big names are moving on the underdog the long shot the nobody from nowhere never gonna happen hundred to one shot we know something about that we're with you every step of the way this week at Ingles, select 12-ounce Frank's Hot Sauce, two for $5. Select sizes and varieties Keebler Cookies, also two for $5. And select sizes and varieties Maxwell House, large can or pod coffee, $5.98 each. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at roguecombatclub.com. The coffee's the closers on. Get them the money! Then when you get the money... You get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then we get the power, then you get the work. Last night, another two and two night. Thanks, Tennessee, for scoring entirely too many points and allowing way too many in the last eight minutes of the game. I got four picks for you again. Last night with no NBA, so these are all college. First one, South Carolina's a two-point dog tonight at home against Mississippi State. Mississippi State just got their first road win of the season. Yikes. And it was against Missouri. That, that same team that just got boat raced at home by Tennessee, mm-hmm. this line's off. doesn't make any sense to me. 
South Carolina's the better team, and they're at home. Give me South Carolina plus the two. Virginia is a five-point dog tonight at home against Duke. They've already beaten them once this year. They're not going to beat them again, but I think this game will be really, really close, and it's going to be really, really good. Virginia has come on stronger later here in the season. Beginning of the year didn't go well. Duke's still really maddeningly inconsistent, especially on the road. Don't I'm not saying Virginia's gonna win. Just saying Virginia's gonna cover. Give me Wahoo plus five. Finally, wait for us a three and a half point favorite tonight at Clemson. Over unders one forty five and a half. These two teams score a lot of points, and that over is not nearly high enough. But the thing I like even better, Wake Forest quietly second best team in the ACC. I don't think it's all that close. Clemson's falling off a cliff. I don't care that this game's at Little John. Give me the fighting Steve Forbes minus three and a half over one forty five. Go and do likewise, gents. The money's out there. You pick it up, it's yours. You don't, I got no sympathy for you. And as always, take your wagers over to BetUS.com. BetUS.com. Use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY when you make your deposit. They'll give you a 125% deposit bonus for using the SPORTSOCRACY promo code, and they'll do that up to $2,500. Last move to make this free agency period for quarterbacks. There's only one team desperate enough in the NFL because they know they boo-booed their first-round pick with the quarterback. Come on down to Sean Watson with the Cleveland Browns. What are the Cleveland Browns uh, going to make the trade? They're going to send uh, send Baker Mayfield to Houston? Here's the thing. I, that's part of this. I think they would try to parlay Baker Mayfield because they do believe in Davis Mills. A team that's going to make this move for Deshaun Watson is going to have to be borderline desperate. Denver is not borderline desperate. Think of all the teams that need a quarterback. Who's desperate? Tampa cannot facilitate this level of deal. Right. There is no kicking the can down the road. I went through every team in the NFL and went, who could move the money? And if it went sideways, what are you really out? Let's say they give up three ones for Deshaun Watson. Well, you gave up the number one pick for Baker Mayfield. At this point, you're not going to pay him. I don't care what he does next year. Mm-hmm. But what if you could get out of it? You keep this team reasonably together. They have a lot of movable money and a good amount of cap space. I don't think the hall is going to be what people believe it will be. And I could see a path that Cleveland comes in and goes, you know what? If he's our starter, we'll give you three ones. We'll put two conditions on the later ones. We'll give you a pick in the top 15 this year. You can help build your team and just get it done. It works better for everybody. It sounded insane when it was first broached to me, and the more down the rabbit hole I went, the more sense it made. Deshaun Watson to the Cleveland Browns could happen. We'll just have to wait and see. It's been fun playing the quarterback matchmaker game. Coming up in the next hour, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to scream at clouds again. You're not going to want to go anywhere because Jeremy's going to scream at me a lot. It's coming up next. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. And a welcome back into the sportsocracy here on ESPN. Asheville 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. We are live as always in the Ingalls studio. You can hear the sportsocracy everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And uh, don't forget, SoCon fans, we got we got information coming up for you on the SoCon tournament. It's going to be back in Asheville at the Harris Cherokee Center, Asheville, March 3rd through the 7th. That is next week. 
we have next Thursday. Uh, all the action will kick off. We will be out there live on Friday afternoon doing the show from the SoCon basketball championships the Ingles 2022 socon basketball championships get your tickets today as of course all the socon teams fight for a spot in the ncaa tournament they got the Ingles fan zone that's going to be set up all interactive games and such of course sports personalities like myself and jeremy are going to be out there as well uh they'll have the mascot voting pick your favorite socon mascot and uh a free photo booth all that kind of stuff out there in the Ingles fan zone at the Harris Cherokee Center, Asheville. Get your tickets today at SoConHoops.com. Also, uh, at the end of this segment, we're going to have an opportunity for you to win a family four-pack of tickets to go to your choice of sessions of the SoCon Basketball Championships, except for the Monday Night Championship. Uh, so any of the weekend sessions, Thursday through Sunday, we'll have tickets uh, uh, coming up, your chance to win in just a few um also coming up in this hour jeff cave the senior associate commissioner of the socon is going to join us in the next segment we'll have a special chew on that brought to you by Ingalls supermarkets with caleb peak as well socon themed we're getting in the mood here as Asheville gets ready to host the socon once again there's one thing in sports that i'm really really getting sick and tired of and yes this is going to be my old guy side coming out of i just I liked it when the players, you know, I hate to use this term, but shut up and play. If you're under contract with a team, I'm sick and tired of hearing your excuses on why I can't come out on play on the field today. And most of this is uh, is triggered by, of course, Zion Williamson. Because I have had that bug up my keister for a while with Zion Williamson and his uh, just, I'm going to be around, I'm not going to be around, oh, I'm having a setback with my injury. Yeah, okay, to a point, I can get that. But you've also made it very, very clear that you don't want to play for this organization anyway, so why should I believe anything that you come up, medically speaking? Same thing with Ben Simmons. Sick and tired of it. I, I, I just have a, I have a mental block. I can't get on the on the court for the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah, well, you know as what, soon as you got traded, uh, that went away. Right. We're paying you money. You're under contract here. They weren't paying him. Well, I, I know they had to they, they had to make him sit out and and mm-hmm. well, he sat out and they stopped paying him and they fined him for it, which was the perfect way to handle that. But I'm just sick and tired of this. Like you never you never would have heard about this back in the day. Like you couldn't imagine a scenario no. where Michael Jordan would had refused to play for the Chicago Chicago Bulls because they sucked for the first three years that he was there and he had no help. Uh yeah, because Charles Barkley never did that. Oh yeah, he did it. Twice. <laughs> yeah, he did it twice. Two times. Two times. Yeah. Got his way out of Philadelphia, got his way out of Phoenix as well when he went to Houston. I, I yeah, I understand. Oh, Scotty Pippen. Yeah, he did it like eleven times. Like basically times. everywhere that wasn't Chicago. The one, the one time, the one time he went to he Portland. went to Portland. Yeah, he did it in Chicago too. Mm-hmm. Oh, because uh, nobody respects me. This is not new. But was the he, thing that irks me mm-hmm. is that you lump James Harden, Ben Simmons, and Zion Williamson in the same. They're all the same to me. Uh, they're not. Uh, they're not in any way. James Harden was on his third team. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, this was the team he picked himself. To be traded to the year before. Mm-hmm. The James Harden thing, ah, I'm, I'm good. Now, he's earned uh, enough cred in this league that if you don't want to be somewhere, I get it. It's the way the league works. Mm-hmm. Ben Simmons, you're just, you know, you're soft as mush, marshmallow fluff. Yep. It's just the way it is. Yep. You know, and that's not, 
Uh, that's not heavy-handed. It's not anything like that. Uh, Anthony you, Davis, same thing. I put them all in the same category because it's the same. It's the same basic principle. See, I don't put Anthony oh, Davis in that either. Why not? He did the same thing in New Orleans. He sat out why and refused to play. Why wouldn't you? What has that franchise ever done that makes you think they can in any way use you correctly? Mm-hmm. Oh, let's play a fun game. When Zion Williamson came into the league, yep. here was the lineup around him. Okay. Lonzo Ball, mm-hmm. Derek Favors, mm-hmm. Drew Holiday, mm-hmm. Brandon Ingram, J.J. Redick, and himself. That's a pretty good, pretty good crew around him. It's decent. It's not yeah. great. Oh, well. and Josh, oh, and Josh Hurd. I forgot him. Yeah. How many of those guys are still on that team? Three years later, how many of the guys I just said are still on that team? None of them. Uh, Brandon Ingram. And he's been the subject of trade rumors <laughs> literally since Zion got there. Right. Now go all the way back to Chris Paul. I said this yesterday and I'm mad. And, and that's what sparked this is after my mad, it turned into a full on argument of, <laughs> yeah, I disagree with you. Well, here's the thing. Usually I would agree with you. Zion Williamson made it very clear from the outset. Everything he ever heard about this franchise was bad. Mm-hmm. Name me the player that's ever left New Orleans and been happy. That, that's ever said anything positive about them. Oh, I'll, I'll save you the time. There's know. not one. I don't know. As a matter of fact, most guys leave that organization and just kill them. Oh, yeah. They're on their third coach in three years. Mm-hmm. Why would I want to do What exactly about that? Makes me go, yes, Zion, who first of all is going to age like a dairy product, yeah. and anybody that doesn't r- realize that, I can't really help you. This oh, is I'm... a guy that's not long for this league. He's not going to play until he's 40. As oh, long as he is explosive, as long as he is the guy we saw at Duke, he'll have a role in this league. I won't be shocked if he doesn't make it long past 30, because he's a short, explosive power move player. Mm-hmm. Why would I waste those reps for the New Orleans Hornets? Because you're under contract, and that's and what you're you supposed to do. you drafted me. I told you not to. <laughs> I, I straight up told you not to draft me. Mm-hmm. You did it anyway. Mm-hmm. You've traded everything around me. We're on my third coach. Do you realize he's played 71 games and is on his third coach? Mm-hmm. That's dumbfoundingly bad. But is part of that not his problem? Is part of that not on Zion Williamson for yeah, him Zion not Winston being out Zion Williamson was on the floor, he averaged 27 points a night. Oh, I get it. Yeah, I don't think he's the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is, you know, I, I gave you what the lineup looked like before. Would, sure. would you like to hear what it sounds like now? Devontae Graham. Mm-hmm. Pretty who's good point a, guard. Uh, no, he's not. He's a defensive absolute liability, and anybody that watched the Charlotte Hornets for a period of time will tell you that. Well, nobody there plays defense anyway. Because he's a two-guard that's a little. Mm-hmm. So he's one way or the I mean, other. Even when Zion was on the floor, they weren't playing defense. That was the one, number one knock against them when they were in the bubble. Was this, They can't stop anybody. Giannis Valanciunas, who's on his third team in three years. Yeah. That same Brandon Ingram. Mm-hmm. Oh, but now we brought in C.J. McCollum. Right. Oh, Zion should be running back to play with C.J. McCollum. <laughs> really? It's the best player he's had. Oh, right? He is the best player maybe, that they have given him to work with. Maybe. And he can't even give him a phone call? By the way, I do think it's the revisionist history on C.J. McCollum is hilarious to me. Okay. Because now all of a sudden he's so good. You do realize Portland offered him for Ben Simmons and Philadelphia laughed at them. Yes. Literally audibly laughed at them. Well, yeah. And it was have. never broached again. 
But now this is the best. We had Zion. You should be running back to play with CJ McCollum. He's a top fifty player. It's in the not NBA. run. It's but but that's just it. It's not running back to 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 play with CJ McCollum. It's be interested at all. That's what JJ Redick was talking about the and other that's day. That's what I would say to your was, front office. Why would you not? Why are you not interested at all in trying to make this work? Because, because you don't want to be I? here. Because why would I? Because you're under contract. You're being you can, paid to be here. You could bring Michael Jordan into this team. It wouldn't work. Straight up, it wouldn't. This team should have been contracted years ago. There are a handful of teams in major professional sports mm-hmm. that I look at and go, you know what? If you did this, I get it. The Houston Texans, as they're currently orchestrated, mm-hmm. I get it. I get why you don't want to put life and limb on uh, out there for the Houston Texans mm-hmm. who are trotting out what looks like an expansion team. The Jacksonville Jaguars, who brought in quite possibly the worst NFL hire as a coach ever and then couldn't get the hire right because they wouldn't fire Trip Balky. Mm-hmm. I put the New Orleans Pelicans right there. I put them right there. All you, all the Pelicans are is a farm system for bigger market teams in the NBA. Yeah. Mainly the Lakers. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's because I, maybe I'm just, I'm just sensitive to this because I'm, I'm at that point right now as a parent. Like if you've got kids I don't know if you went through some of the I'm sure you went some of the similar things but I have I have twin boys and both of them refuse just flat out refuse to do things like this is your responsibility this is what you're supposed to do you're supposed to clean your room uh, do your chores all the things and they just absolutely will refuse to do it and there's nothing I can do nothing I can say nothing I can threaten them threaten them with punishment wise that makes that sink in and to me I look at the NBA and the NFL for the same for, for the same reasons like Kyler Murray looking at you bud like this whole I'm not gonna play because what's in it for Kyler me Murray ever say that no he didn't no. but that's the that's the, what I'm saying is this is the the this is the picture that's being painted Mm-hmm. for us about these guys deshaun watson same thing stomping your feet not wanting to not saying i'm never returning to this team because i don't like the way the deshaun the, watson was at training camp they kept him off the field you're so far yeah. over, you're, you're so far over two on your examples no, deshaun watson no, was this, at camp wanting to play they kept him off the field that was for show and you know it uh, okay he was in the building they told him to go home <laughs> fact or fiction yeah, they I told him to come home because they were trying to trade him. Yeah, because they were afraid he's going to get hurt. Yeah, cause it wasn't, he, because he said, play. I'm he not going to play. I want to be traded. Uh, he said, I want to be traded. He never said I wouldn't play. He was there, helmet in hand, put me in, coach, and mm-hmm. they wouldn't do it. Now, was some of it for, for show? Of course it was. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. Mm-hmm. But now, first of all, the, the example with your children, yeah. I hate that example because they're children. This is a grown man. But... But mm-hmm. let's just let's take your analogy and run with it. What is one of those chores that, that your children won't do? Oh, uh, walking the dog. That's okay. a good one. So if you didn't give the children a leash to walk the dog, would you still be mad at them? Because that's kind of how I feel about Zion here. Oh, okay. Of what do you want me to do? I, I gave I you a ball. I came out here and was the... I gave you a ball. That's what you need. Uh, that's like saying you have a hand. Uh, y- yes, you drag this dog around. <laughs> if you don't... If you absolutely... And first of all, I know way too much about this organization. Mm-hmm. I have long said the NBA should have contracted this team. Right. Because there are things in the... I mean, this is back to when Tom Benson was still alive. There are things that have gone on with this team that are dumbfounding. I mean, just not even professional 
high-end level basketball. And I mm-hmm. know people are going to say, well, if you're cashing a check, you should play. I have Absolutely. not looked at the comments, but I promise you somebody said that. Kevin Vick just said it. There you go. Mm-hmm. I, I can't say it currently, but I knew it was there. <laughs> it was there. You got to understand. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? All right, so I was I, I was drafted big, into this situation. Okay. It would be one thing if everybody that even so much as sniffed the NBA knew that he didn't want to be there, and he had let it be known. Mm-hmm. Let it be perfectly well known. I've heard what you've done with Chris Paul, Ryan Anderson. Uh, I mean, i give you a bunch of examples. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. You build up stars to ship them away. Why am I going to do that? Why am I going to go on a – first of all, there's not universal belief in him anyway. I still maintain he's one of the ten best players in the NBA. Ten best okay. young players in the NBA. Okay. I mean, in terms Maybe. of uh, in yeah. terms of per, it's all on my side. He oh, I know. Twenty seven and a half points a game in the seventy one games he's played. Oh, I understand that. I'm going to keep saying that just until it sinks in. And that's fine, uh, but that was a year ago. You realize that, right? Uh, what his feet fall off? Uh, you, no, he got fatter. Uh, oh, he, I got news for you. He was fat last year. That was with him being overweight. Mm-hmm. A year off Probably doesn't help half, that. So. I mean, uh, I, I love that <laughs> narrative of, oh, we don't even know if he can still play. Pr- trade him. Trade him in the offseason and find mm-hmm. out. Uh, by the way, that's the number one reason the New Orleans won't do it. Because they know what will happen. They know exactly what will happen. Mm-hmm. The problem is that you've given this kid absolutely no reason to trust you whatsoever. Nothing. Other than give him the paycheck and say, here, that doesn't, play for uh, That me. doesn't earn trust. It doesn't matter. They, they drafted him. <laughs> They have literally lied thing. to this kid sideways since he got into the league. Just like Stan Van Gundy. To, how did they lie to him? Because he was supposed to have influence and, and his mm-hmm. opinion was going to matter. That's how they got him to come to New Orleans. Okay. Because he flat out told them, no, I've heard how this goes. Then you bring in Stan Van Gundy, who I'm genuinely, I'm going to be as nice about this as I can be. If I didn't know any better, I would think he had sustained a serious blow to his head <laughs> watching how he coached this team. Right. Puts him in bad situations that make him look terrible. Mm-hmm. Then, oh, but now we fired Stan. Oh, we're, we're good now. We fired Stan. And we brought in Willie Green. And then he gutted the roster. Mm-hmm. So I, I absolutely hate this. Oh, we, we pay your paycheck. Is that how you work? Absolutely. Uh, your boss pays you a, a paycheck. You have an employer. Well, maybe I'm if a little different. If you don't show up to work. If you don't give me the tools to succeed, I'll walk out the door and find somewhere that will. And guess what? He didn't have that option. That's not how the NBA works. No. That's it, what blue collar, oh, I carry my lunch pail to mm-hmm. work, people say. Mm-hmm. Oh, they pay your check. You should do what they say. Well, here's the thing. He has options. Zion Williamson has 29 other teams in the NBA that would absolutely do anything they could do to get him. And he knows that. Mm-hmm. The one thing stopping that is this just Whoa, begone, train wreck, dumpster juice, sewer water franchise that he's stuck with. Yeah. But see, that's the problem to me. The problem to me is he looks at it as I'm in this situation. What it's not what can I do to make it better? It's okay, I'm just out. You fine. You don't I don't like the guys that you brought in to put around me, so I'm just out and I'm not gonna do anything about it. And, and I'm gonna cover so it now that I'm looking at the comments, I see that Kevin Vick said, We'll play out your contract. It's not the NBA works. It's not how the NBA works. What do you mean it's not how the NBA works? Whoever has your bird rights has the ability to pay, to pay you exponentially more. Okay. I'll level with you. I'm shocked this doesn't happen more. And it happens a good amount in the NBA mm-hmm. of guys just going, look, I'm not going to come out and say I want out of here, but I want out of here. 
Your first eight years in the NBA, but you how can many make sixty million more dollars? Okay, I, I mean you could walk on principle all you want to. The next person I find that turns down sixty million dollars on principle, uh, you'll be the first, and I'll shake your hand. I'll give you a well, no, Zion, a literal hearty handshake. No, Zion apparently doesn't care about the money. Lie. Because that getting, part I'll say is an absolute he's lie. Getting, he, I mean, he's getting money right now, but he ain't performing for it. Uh, okay. And that's the thing. That, that, to me, I, I, I don't see how New Orleans can't just uh, treat him like Ben Simmons got treated in Philadelphia. Because Fine, one you can't don't want to show up, I'm done. One can't play, one can. Now, is the reason he can't play because he got out of because he got out of shape and now he can't get back in it? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. If they thought that promise you they would have chased it maybe so if they thought he wasn't going to play another uh, another second with his franchise you'd have already heard about it maybe so i don't know i'm just i i'm really sick and tired of this seeing this over and over again as long as long as it's not going my way i'm not gonna play bullcrap i signed you to a contract you're here to play well play. first of all two of the guys you said that about you didn't sign them to anything you drafted them they had no choice but that's kind of how sports works, right? Mm, you get drafted how, to a place, you have to go. You have to play. You do. Right. You do, but you have a lot more leverage in every other sport than the NBA. That's me. I just don't understand how, how any team will look at Zion Williamson and go, yeah, I want to sign up for that. 29 of them. I'll go ahead and tell you, it'd be 29 other franchises. Mm-hmm. Of, uh, we'll give you practically anything you want. And I guess that's that. I, it's just a philosophical difference, and to me that's what's wrong with the game today of we've got too many people saying yeah you just do whatever you want to buddy it's okay you don't want oh, to play for I mean, us it's pr- fine just look, on. Uh, uh, listen here reverend you're turning the wrong way the congregation's on the other I side know. i fully agree with what you just said right there are certain instances the ben simmons thing ben simmons is soft ben simmons started getting heckled at home he was blamed because he was the process and he wilted and he wanted to go somewhere else i don't look at that same way with zion i just don't Yep. This is a guy that's looking out for his future. First of all, it would be one thing if I thought he was going to have a really good, sustained career. I said when he was drafted. Mm-hmm. This is a guy whose sh- who star is going to shine really bright, and when it burns out, it is going to burn out into the ocean. Right. And he knows that. So why on earth would I, I – I've shown what I could do, and now you've done nothing but tug me around and pat me on the head and tell me all the things I want to hear to get me to show up, and then you poo in the punch ball on me again. Why would I give you the opportunity to do it again? I watched you do it to 10 other stars on this team since you moved to New Orleans. Right. Why would I think I'm any different? Uh, I guess 71 games is enough to show, you know, I could play. Now I'm not going to play anymore. Somebody come get me. Top Top 10 in per in the NBA. I think that's plenty. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, the SoCon Basketball Championships, the Ingles SoCon Basketball Championships coming up at the Harris Cherokee Center, Asheville next week. Coming up after the break, we're going to talk with the Senior Associate Commissioner of the League, Jeff Cave, about what's just what you can expect next week at the Ingles SoCon Basketball Championships. Plus, we'll give you your chance to win tickets to the SoCon tournament coming up next. At Ingalls, we know the ever-present struggle of, what am I going to make for dinner this week? That's why we started the Ingalls Table. It's a website that brings the best chefs and food experts right into your kitchen. You can sort through hundreds of recipes for every occasion, watch how-to videos, and print shopping lists to take to the store. It's all waiting for you at ingalls-markets.com. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings.
Welcome back into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. I'm Tank Spencer. Jeremy Green's alongside as well. And we are in the Ingles studio and the Ingles SoCon Basketball Championships are coming up next week at the Harris Cherokee Center Asheville and uh you know to get us to get us all revved up here we got to talk to a good friend uh Jeff Cabe he is the senior associate commissioner of the Southern Conference and uh Jeff since we've been uh, back in Asheville for the tournament it's been over a decade now uh that it has been back in Asheville but uh uh you, you've been the right hand man right there alongside uh, pulling us through here I guess so uh yeah it's been a <laughs> been a fantastic run um since we've been back this will be our 12th year and really looking forward to having uh you know actual fans be able to attend the games this year you know we had very 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 limited attendance uh, uh last year because of covid but right, uh, right now we're we're uh, we're cleared for takeoff so to speak with full attendance so uh yeah yeah, looking forward to next week. Yeah, I, 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 you know, you you almost forget what it's like to have that atmosphere of, uh, you know, all the, the, just a packed house at the Harris Cherokee Center Asheville for a you know a legit SoCon championship type atmosphere. I remember the right before the shutdown happened, that was the last thing that we saw. That was the last live basketball event that we had uh, was the championship game on that Monday night, and it seemed like five days later the world just ju- just collapsed. And now we finally have everything open back up again. It's going to be full capacity uh, allowed for the uh, for the SoCon championships, and uh, and and we got great basketball on tap, right? No doubt about it. Yeah, there's nothing like tournament basketball. Uh, there's nothing like conference tournaments. Uh, it's the beginning of March Madness. And uh, if you haven't been, it's, uh, it's an electric atmosphere. And, uh, you know, the, the, the arena downtown is a fantastic venue that really brings the energy. Absolutely. And uh, you can get your tickets at SoConHoops.com if you're interested in, uh, in coming on down. We're also going to have your chances to win some family four-packs to the SoCon tournament uh, here in the Sportsocracy over the next week. You got the, obviously, uh, the, the downtown dribble. This was, this was a, 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 it's a, it's been a fledgling thing since the return to downtown, but it has grown each and every year. And, uh, you get all the kids downtown and and do the dribble through the streets. The kids fest is always a great way to get young people interested in this tournament, right? That's absolutely right. It's a, it's a and like you said, it's an event that you know we didn't get to have it last year, but every year prior to that, it's grown every year. You know, we had almost a thousand kids uh, in in twenty twenty. Uh, the last time we had it, we're, we're planning on uh, you know kind of around that number this year. Uh, and it's you know the kids get down there. There's games. Um, uh, on Saturday morning, uh, you know, they get a free basketball, they get a free T-shirt, they get the dribble parade to the arena, and then they get to uh, to come into the games at noon for free, uh, as long as they're, uh, you know, as long as they have a paying adult with them. And so it's a it's a fantastic value and fantastic uh, family fun that that day. It's a, a great way to kind of uh, kick off. Uh, that's our men's quarterfinals. It kind of kicks off our men's quarterfinals. So. Uh, great basketball all day that day right quarterfinal saturday is going to be a lot of fun and uh you know we got we got familiar faces utc's back atop the socon again you got Furman and uh and 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 bob ritchie's team they just they're they're the stalwart right now 
at the top of the league? Well, Chattanooga's uh, at twelve and four, and Furman's right behind them at eleven and five, mm-hmm. and then it is a log jam. It is, uh, uh, you know, we got about six other teams. Uh, we got five other teams that are eight and eight. Three teams that are eight and eight. Two that are nine and seven. Uh, and so it is, there is not a lot of separation in our league this year. Uh, it, you know, Chattanooga has, uh, you know, their four losses, they've, they've lost to, uh, you know, Western Carolina, uh, you know, uh, who's, who's, uh, you know, in last place right now, but have, ha, you know, they've beaten some good teams. So, uh, it is, uh, I really do think this is the year where just about any team can come into this thing and think, you know, I can put a couple of days together at this thing and I can win it. And, and that, that is, uh. You know, that's just not uh, an advertising slogan. I think it's for real this time. And uh, so that's going to make it, you know, even that more exciting. I love the mid-major basketball tournaments. I, I mean, obviously, the the, the, the the huge tournaments, they have their own draw, but it's the mid-major tournaments where everything's on the line. Like, you still have bubble teams in all of these other conferences, but one and or, or win and in for the for the for, for for the big dance and these mid-major conferences i think that just adds so much more to the atmosphere especially when you get down to championship monday oh absolutely yeah you know we've had bubble teams in our conference that you know teams that might have gotten in if they didn't win it uh but you know you never want to uh, you, you never want to leave that to chance right, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> you want to win this thing you want to get in uh and you know in most years uh, in a lot of the mid-major conferences, it is that one team, that, that conference tournament champion that moves on. And so it is, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's ten dogs fighting over one bone. And, and it's, uh, that makes it unlike some of the other, uh, you know, Power Five conference tournaments where you know you're going to get six or seven teams in. It, it, it makes it just that much more, there's that much more on the line. Uh, and it makes it that much more exciting and that much more emotional for everybody. Well, every day of the tournament, we're going to have the Ingles fan zone that's going to be out there in the uh, in the in the lobby area, right of the uh, of the Harris Cherokee Center, Asheville. Ingles. Yeah, in the, in the Thomas Wolf Auditorium. You know, now the the Jan Davis lobby there at right. the, the, you know that whole space will be dedicated to you know some games. There'll be some things like uh, you know there'll be a uh, Wicked Weed is doing some. Uh, some beer tastings and things like that. There'll be, you know, some, uh, you know, there'll be a big screen there for watching games and, and playing some games and, and, you know, there'll be some live radio remotes going on and some free swag to pick up courtesy of Ingles. So uh, that that's, that's a real neat addition to our tournament and, and something, you know, for the fans to enjoy and gives them kind of a little place to hang out right between games or, uh, you know, at halftime or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, what other promotions you got attached to the tournament? Well, we got some cool things going on. Uh, uh, Friday night is family night, and that's um, that's one dollar hot dogs. Uh, so I know I'll see you there. Uh, <laughs> the kids twelve and under uh, get in free that night with a paying adult. Uh, you know, from Thursday through Sunday, we're doing kind of a youth sports celebration. You know, the whole COVID. Uh, you know, now that we're hopefully getting on the backside of it a little bit and. You know, uh, we're getting back to sports, uh, so we're doing special promotion around youth sports where kids 12 and under, you know, if they wear their youth sport league uniform uh, Thursday through Sunday, they get a free general admission ticket. Uh, and then, you know, we mentioned, obviously, the downtown dribble uh, on uh, Saturday, you know, where you can uh, attend that, and then the kids can get into the games free that for that noon session. So there's a lot of things uh, really aimed here at, at families and kids, and, you know, that's a – 
you know, that's the, the backbone of our tournament. That's our core audience. And, uh, you know, we, we just want to kind of uh, have that outreach to the community and, and say, hey, it's, uh, let, let's get back to, to going to the Southern Conference Tournament and having some fun. And it is a great time. My kids love going out to the games, and uh, we'll definitely be there. And uh, that, that, that's cool. I like the youth jersey thing too. I'm gonna have to get uh, Joe to wear his football jersey out there. Uh, well, <laughs> hey, I'll call, I'll call up the whole team. We'll see if we could get the whole team out there uh, to that's, come that's on down with their parents. Okay. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, it's, a, it's a limit of six kids per one one adult ticket. So uh, you know, you bring a, a couple of um, parents, and you know, uh, and a lot of kids, and uh, you know, it's a general admission ticket, right. uh, so uh, it's it's a great value. Awesome, and the kids will really help uh, pump up the noise as well in the <laughs> in the Harris Cherokee yeah. Center, Asheville. Not that not that it's ever a quiet crowd when these teams are going at it, because all that's what also what I love about the tournament is all the teams uh, will bring in their fan bases and they have their cores, and man, they get really loud in the SoCon too. Oh, absolutely, and and it's great this year also to have our you know, our band and our cheerleaders and, and those groups back as well, you know, yes. they didn't attend last year. And that, you know, certainly uh, adds a lot to the pageantry and the, uh, you know, uh, of the event and the uh, and the excitement around it. Now, the Ingles SoCon Basketball Championships will be back at Harris Cherokee Center, Asheville, starting next Thursday with the Women's Tournament. Men's Tournament will kick off on Friday. Jeff Cave, Senior Associate commissioner of the socon we always appreciate uh you coming on the program with us and uh and we will see you out there on that friday absolutely and we appreciate uh, everything you guys do for us absolutely we'll talk to you later jeff and uh, if you want to go to the socon basketball championships uh i'm going to give you your opportunity uh coming up at the end of this segment uh i'm going to give you a trivia question and you can either answer it in the chat on the YouTube stream or you can give us a call here in the studio. I'm going to go ahead and give you the number right now since we don't normally we don't normally give out the number a lot, so you may not have that programmed in your phone. 225-4988. 225-4988. We're going to be giving away a four-pack of tickets, family four-pack of tickets, to the Ingles SoCon Basketball Championships coming up every day from now until the day before the tournament starts. So you want to program that in now, 225-4988. Just ESPN Asheville. Put that in your phone. Uh, first, uh, let's, let's get weird. On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. All right, I'm pretty sure these are crimes. Some crime was committed. Don't I, I don't know. I don't, it's it's not my wheelhouse. It's actually not even my home country. So I don't know what the rules are over in England for this. But this this happened in Berkshire, England, where seven o'clock on Tuesday morning, someone called the police to come and investigate what could be a crime scene because. The street had untold quantities of blood in the middle of the street. There's no victims. There's no, you know, there's no sign of a struggle other than the fact that there are just quantities of blood in the middle of the street. So police came out. They did an investigation. Doesn't look like there's any sign of struggle anywhere. There's, you know, no broken glass. So how did the blood get in the middle of the street? Well, they went back and they started looking through 
uh, closed circuit security camera footage. And lo and behold, they found out what had happened. At 2.30 in the morning, some random dude walking across the street emptied a bag of blood in the street. Yeah, he's just walking by, and you just see him just just start dumping blood in the middle of the street for no apparent reason. Why does one have a bag of blood? Don't know. Where does one procure a bag of blood? I, I mean... There are blood banks, so he made a withdrawal. I yeah, guess. but I don't I thought, think that I, I don't think you have a debit card from a blood bank. <laughs> you, maybe. I mean, I saw you. I know you never saw it, but I saw Blade, and they, they had like they had like vampire b- uh, banks where you could just go and get blood. So maybe that's a thing. I'm, I'm going to regret <laughs> asking this question. What is Blade? Oh, Blade is like the best vampire movie ever. Oh, vampire movie. Yeah, Yeah, that's why I don't know and or care. Wesley Snipes? Come on, man. That was awesome. Awesome flicks. The whole Blade Trinity series. I just think it's funny that we were talking about whether or not bank transactions were made and you brought up Wesley Snipes. (laughs) I don't think those two things go in the same sentence together. Overdrawn. Um, Yeah. Don't do crimes. Uh, this, uh, the, the inspector there said, uh, at this point, we do not believe that the source of the blood is a result of an assault, although we retain an open mind as to the unusual circumstances and are carrying out a thorough investigation. Uh, they are appealing to the public. If anybody saw anybody or they, I guess, know someone who carries around bags of blood to dump them in the streets, please, they want them to let them know. So if you know a vampire, it's time to uh, right. snitch on said vampire. Just dumping blood in the middle of the streets. Jeez, get it together. Your story sounds like crimes, yep. uh, and I think it is. My story sounds like crimes, and it's not. A woman was detained at Logan International Airport after she attempted to check a very strange item as her carry-on. Okay, She tried to, to check a slow cooker. She had it. She wanted to take it on the plane. Then she puts it through TSA. Well, the only problem is that when they scanned it, they found $10,000 underneath the component that houses the motor. Hmm. So they detained her. Uh, If you don't travel a lot, let me give you a solid piece of advice. If you're going to carry large quantities of cash on an airplane, you should put them in places that make sense. Don't put them under, don't put them in like t-shirts, put them in your bag, keep the bank thing around them. Because they will ask you strange questions. I'm not going to tell you how I know that, but just understand that I do. Uh-huh. So she was detained, and after 36 hours, they figured out that, well, it's her cash. It's her cash. It's her slow cooker. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with them. And so they allowed her to rebook. I, there's no part of this that... So this is why I hate stories like this, because I have so many questions. Okay. Why would you go to the effort to, to pry the compartment off... To stash your money in a slow cooker that you took on the plane with you anyway. Well, just in case somebody checks the bag. That's and like then... standing over. That's like the guy in your story with the blood right. bag. If he'd had a knife in his hand, looks like crimes. Right. Not saying you committed crimes, but you made himself made yourself look like you committed crimes. Well, look, you don't want somebody like peering in your bag and just seeing cash floating in there. It's easy to steal. If you hide it within your suitcase, then they're not going to take it out. So you put it in a slow cooker. First of all, here's the thing I still can't believe. I have flown commercial a lot of times. Mm -hmm. If somebody got on a plane in front of me 
and said, my carry-on is a slow cooker, I would go, nope, I'm going to drive. Uh, I, I'll walk before I get on that plane. This is too weird? Do you know what people do with slow cookers? Uh, they cook make, pot roast. Uh, well, that, that's, that's wonderful. The, that's the normal thing that people do with them. Right. You can also make things that go boom in the night with a slow cooker. Well, not on an airplane. Uh, yeah, you can. Yeah, well, it's actually a pressure cooker, but to me, I don't actually know the difference. So I would see somebody carrying that device and go, no, sir. Yeah, but I'm saying you need all of the things I to put into call, the slow cooker. They're not going to let you take those things on the plane. Well, you never know. <laughs> I just so happen to have the sides filled with all of the ingredients. And then when I hit this button, it's all going to come together. It's kind of like them detaining her at TSA. Mm -hmm. It looks bad enough for me to just go, I don't think I will. I think I'll uh, I'll call Uber. Sandy Lou shows up like she's going to the potluck. Yeah, out. I'm Seacrest (laughs) out. I don't care why you're checking a slow cooker. I am not getting on this aircraft. No. No, uh, I, I couldn't blame you either. Yeah, that... That sounds like crimes, but you're right. I don't think there there are no crimes. So there. Jason Trump's in her comments that you don't want to claim it with customs. So that's the thing. She ran it through. She knew they were going to find it. Right. And then they cleared that there's nothing wrong with the money. Oh, and by the way, she wasn't going international. This was a domestic domestic flight, Boston to wherever flight. That seems like too much trouble to I go just, through. Okay, especially when you're not committing crimes, just. Don't make it look like you're committing just crimes. Don't, just don't make it look like you're committing crimes. Uh, I, I like that one. Uh, let, let, let's 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 have Jeremy win us some money. Hey, time to put five on it, Jeremy. You got winners tonight. Stupid Tennessee won by oh, too much last yeah. night. We have been playing this game since the beginning of the year. I started with 500 U.S. doll hairs. Now my bankroll sits at $485.73, which means we've had a lot of wagering fun. Eh, we haven't really lost anything. Tonight, we're going to try to make some. First, Duke, money line favorite, minus 220 at Virginia. They are not losing to this team twice. Uh, I, Duke is is one of those weird teams to me. They're good is very good, but they're, they're tremendously inconsistent. I think they're going to have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder tonight. That scares me against the number. Doesn't scare me in the money line. I got 25 on it. Duke outright against Virginia. Next, Providence is a one-point favorite tonight at home against Xavier, and that is stupid. This game's in Providence. This is one of the best little upstart teams in the country that's way better than people think. Right. And I don't know if it's because you don't watch them or because people haven't watched Xavier. These are two teams that have gone in very different directions in the last month. Providence is the better team. I'm only laying one. Give it to me. 25 on it. Providence minus the one. Finally, South Carolina's a two-point dog tonight at home against Mississippi State, and that is also stupid. Mississippi State's won one road game all year, and it was against Missouri, who is brutally bad. South Carolina's not great, but they're good enough, especially at home. They score a lot of points at home. Give me South Carolina plus the two. I got 50 on it. All right, you can take those wagers over to BetUS.com. BetUS.com, promo code SPORTSOCRACY. When you put that in and make a deposit, they will give you a 125% deposit bonus. So you put in $100, they'll give you $125 in free plays that you can use at BetUS.com, promo code SPORTSOCRACY. Use it today. All right, you want your chance to go to the SOCON Championships? You want to go to the Ingalls SoCon Basketball Championships at the Harris-Cherokee Center, Asheville? Get a chance to see us. Yep. I'll, I'll be there all weekend. Tank will be producing games, I think, Saturday and Sunday, right? Uh, yes, I will be stuck in the studio uh, all day on I'll, Saturday I'll and out, Sunday. I might <clears throat> have a 
beverage in my hand. <laughs> no big deal. Right. Uh, but we will be out there doing the show from there on uh, on Friday, at least. Uh, might be out there Monday, too. But uh, that, that, that neither here nor there. You want to go? You want a family four-pack of tickets? you got to answer this trivia question. And you can answer it in the chat on the YouTube, uh, the YouTube stream. Just go to thesportocracy.com, click on the live video link, subscribe to the channel, and enter the answer into the chat. We're going to do one of these every day. Or you can give us a call here in the studio, 225-4988, 225-4988. Despite the fact that this school has not been in the Southern Conference for roughly 60 years, they're still third all-time in SoCon Basketball Championships. What is that school? Despite the fact that they haven't been in the league for about around 60 years, this school is third all-time behind Davidson and UTC in basketball championships, men's basketball championships in the Southern Conference. Your chance to win a four-pack of tickets to the Ingles SoCon Basketball Championships right now. Get in the chat on the uh, YouTube stream or give us a call at 225-4988. Now, time for something to chew on. Yeah, Who are the contenders in the SoCon? Caleb Peake's going to fill us in. Murphy picked up by Powell. Shot clock at five. Jumper on the way, McGee. There's the record. Fletcher McGee, the NCAA's all-time career leader in three-pointers. McGee for three. And with that shot, the Southern Conference made history. I'm Caleb Peak. This is Chew on That, brought to you by Ingalls Markets. Low prices, love the savings. Not only is the SOCON the oldest athletic conference in this great nation of sports, not only was the modern-day derivative of the big dance inspired by the first-of-its-kind SOCON tournament back in 1921, since 2019, the Southern Conference has laid claim to the benchmark in the latest, greatest measure of success in college basketball, the all-time Division I individual record in made three pointers belonging to Wofford's Fletcher McGee who notched his 505th made three against Seton Hall in round one of the 2019 tourney the grand total would become 509 by the time Wofford was ousted in the round of 32 over two years after McGee and the Terriers took down number five North Carolina in the Dean Dome for Wofford's first ever win against a nationally ranked opponent for Wofford the success found under then head coach Mike Young foreshadowed the breakup of the family after 30 years on the Wofford bench, 17 of which saw him standing, not sitting. The Radford, Virginia native finally got the Power 5 call every coach dreams of. Young went back to his native southwestern Virginia to fill the head coaching vacancy at Virginia Tech, bringing with him standout point guard Storm Murphy and the cerebral Keve Aluma to provide that bouncing presence between the low block and the corner jumper. The existing players in Blacksburg rallied around the charismatic Young and his entourage, and new Hokie recruits are mystified by his ability to bring a team together around one central cause, the business of winning. Meanwhile, in Spartanburg, enter Jay McCauley, Young's longtime right-hand man at Wofford, who assumed the top job following Young's departure in 2018, hot on the heels of his fifth SOCON tournament title. Though McCauley is a direct offshoot of the Mike Young way, Mike Young, he is not. It's a different energy. It's a different game and a much different program now than it was only three seasons ago, before the word COVID was an accepted part of the global lexicon. 
but it's not only Wofford that's paid dearly for their success story. East Tennessee State's Steve Forbes was another magnetic force of a basketball coach whose electric personality, quick wit, and intriguing sense of fashion allowed him to amass a wild collection of players, not limited to the southeast or the eastern seaboard, but a host of international recruits and transfer players as well. The result? ETSU appeared in four out of the last six SoCon tournament finals as the arguable fan favorites since Western Carolina's struggled to climb out of the cellar in recent seasons. And Steve Forbes lands his own Power 5 head coaching job at Wake Forest, who at this point are one of Joe Lunardi's last four teams in when it comes to at-large tournament seeding. UNC Greensboro's Wes Miller built a powerhouse program around Isaiah Miller, leading the Spartans to a championship berth in four out of the last five SoCon tournaments. Since 20. 16. Both ETSU and UNCG have punched their ticket to the dance twice via SOCON tournament championships. And unsurprisingly, Wes Miller lands his group of five head coaching job with Cincinnati. So with all this attrition, all the scalping of extraordinary talent by the quote-unquote top conferences in the land, one could feasibly assume that, like a viral strain or a public protest, the upstart Southern Conference must have run its course by now. Right? Not so fast, my friend. We've seen spurts of brilliance in the past from this conference, as my mind jumps back to 1996 when Western Carolina fell one buzzer beater short of becoming the first 16 seed to knock off a one seed in the NCAA tournament. But the Southern Conference is now much, much more than a one-off novelty that's meant to be cannon fodder for Power 5 opponents, even if the Power 5 still don't see it that way. Take a look at who's in the mix for a title in 2022, and it's safe to say that the changing of the guard isn't just happening. The guard has already been changed. Chattanooga, at the top of the leaderboard at 22-7 and and 12-4 and in SOCOM play, is used to being good. They've won the most SOCON tournaments with 11. They were, after all, the 2016 SOCON tournament champs. And they're normally in the conversation this time of year as a dark horse contender. But something just feels different about UTC this time around. This is a team that not only knows how to win, but expects to beat anyone lining up on the other side of the timeline. Malachi Smith is a phenom running the point for the mocks, averaging over 20 points per game, nearly 7 assists, and shooting 40% from downtown. Lamont Paris has got this team firing on eight cylinders, and Chattanooga, for years an afterthought in this tournament, finds themselves in the driver's seat when they make the three-and-a-half-hour trip to Asheville. Then there's Bob Ritchie's Furman Paladins, lurking close behind in second place. This is a team that was good over the latter half of the past decade, but Wofford was better. In 2022, however, Wofford has fallen into a rebuild, and Furman is only getting stronger. This is a team that rallied from a 10-0 deficit against their upstate rivals last Saturday to win by a single point. This is also a team that's had their fair share of embarrassment, dropping a home slate against UNCG in a game where Richie had to be constrained by his own players while arguing with officials. East Tennessee State snapped a five-game losing streak against Furman on national TV, a Monday night primetime tilt on ESPNU. Sanford is tough. VMI, for the first time in a generation, is a legitimate contender. The SoCon is the real deal. And this year, it's got nothing at all to do with their usual culprits. This tournament, one of the greatest spectacles in college basketball, is truly up for grabs. I'll give you my picks and predictions for the Ingles SoCon Championship next week. In the meantime, get over to SoConHoops.com and get your tickets now. You won't regret it. That's something to chew on. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Marshall with eXp Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. 
I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. Country roads, take me home to the place I belong, West Virginia. That's the answer. West Virginia is the school. Still third in SoCon basketball championships. Had a dominant run through the conference in the 1950s and 1960s. And they're still third on the list. Davidson was in the conference forever. They were in the heyday with the big schools. And they were, you know, up through the Steph Curry years. So they're number one. UTC's two. West Virginia, still third all-time in SoCon basketball championships. So... Congratulations to Jason Trump. He got it on the uh, YouTube stream. Just go to the sportsocracy.com, click on the live video link. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. We are going to be giving away a four pack of tickets to the Ingles SoCon Basketball Championships coming up every day from now until the tournament starts next Thursday. So be sure to tune in for that and uh, you'll have your chance. You'll have your chance to go, take the kids along with you. It's a great time. Great family fun. We got the third hour of the program coming up. YouTube exclusive only. We're going to continue our Way Forward Wednesdays off-season previews for one team from every division of the NFL. Join us there. We'll be back with you here on ESPN Asheville tomorrow at 3.